Yo, which one, Sam? Kane, belt, vlogger, what? I'm not going to be the one spanking him. You're the one that's spanking him. Oh, I thought you were going to spank some dude's ass. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> Sam, is it okay if I spank your balls later in the show? He's all, no. Can I just give you a big old, big old nut whacker? There's a big old fucking, there's a little cup your balls there, a little fucking hey there, Sam, dingly, dingly, dingly. Can I do that or would you rather Kathy beat you? Kathy, very good. <laughs> the following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Excitement is everywhere! Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion! Recording live from the Threshold Society Clubhouse in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hi. Hi. I'm Kathy. (laughs) And I'm Count Boogie. What are you laughing at? I was in the middle of yawning. Jeez, we're we're off to a great start. So very glad, Abyss, that you are just so into the show. Please work less on podcast recording days. Well, here we are. God damn it. Show 31. Tell me what it is. What does that mean? That What meaning have you assigned to it? It's something existential, and it has to do with a, a leprechaun, a piece of taffy, and, and an insertable dildo. I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe I'll work out the math, but it's show 31. It's special. It's, it's it's the one where armpits are now focused. <laughs> That's right. That's oh, right. It's armpit time. Yeah. Kathy's favorite video. The armpit so video. So for for those those in perverted podcast land, just a reminder from last week was we had a lovely philanthropic uh, fundraiser <laughs> where Kathy vol- <laughs> volunteered her armpit. I was abused. Sold her armpit. She hoarded her armpit. So- Elevating me from a fourteen dollar whore to a fifty dollar whore, which is actually much better. Yes, I mean, it's I, a, it's I agree. something to something to pop your collar about. That being said, it was videoed. Your shame was videoed. It is now ready. It is being put up. When we put up this episode, it will be put up. So if you're listening to this episode right now, you can go to our perverted podcast, uh, FetLife profile, or you can go to YouTube and just type in like perverted podcast smelly armpit lick or oh, something like armpit that was not it, smelly <laughs> did you use deodorant no i took a shower okay but you weren't allowed to use deodorant for a week Man. and okay I here's say, the, i felt more violated when i saw the video than when he actually uh, did it well know? i had to enhance a little bit to kind of you had to be a beginning he and chose an end. the worst parts to show on and the so, video yeah of course. Hi. Did you have you met him? I, of course, he, so, that's what he's gonna pick. So, for the perverted podcast listeners that are just tuning in and missed the last episodes, at our fundraiser, which by the way, we raised enough money. We raised like five hundred bucks, close to five hundred dollars. People came down and had a great party, and we made money, so we can now do things like we just added our Fet Life. What is the thing support. we support? We now, we su- yeah, we we extended our support of FetLife another year. Thanks Thank to the you for donations Thank you. of our lovely volunteers, which we and, use that. Yes. So, it, if you donate to FetLife, they let you have an unlimited feed and on, on K and P, which and, is what I use to pull all, all of our FetLife topics. Yeah, so so, so that was so great. it was actually really wonderful that uh, our our uh, hard earned money was literally. From our, our listeners, yeah, as, as absolutely. And what was even better is it costs sixty dollars a year to like support FetLife for a year, which is great because it's free anyway. Um, but what that means is we actually it was only minus ten dollars the fifty dollars that Hollywood Daddy <laughs> paid Kathy to make out with her armpit Ugh. for five minutes. Did I mention that the video is now up? You can go on our profile and see Kathy's shame. Which is absolutely amazing. Is that what it's called, Kathy Shane? It's pretty. Wow. It's, uh, I, I, you got to give it a cool name, so it's like you know, guy makes out with smelly armpit. Wow, you just really stuck with the smelly. Well, thing. you got to have things like if you just put Kathy Shane, then people are gonna be like, who's fucking Kathy? But if you put dude makes out with smelly armpit, you're like, oh, dude, I gotta watch that. I want to yeah, go spe- hide under the cover. It's okay. Speaking of shame, uh-huh. 
We're going on to FetLife stuff no, now. We're no, we're not. No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's time for FetLife stuff. I, I think there I was actually, I see something about a penis pump fail. Okay, I said I told you guys about this in confidence. <laughs> I didn't really want to. Too late. Didn't want to talk Speak. about about your in the fail. words, in the words, in in someone's noble words that I've heard so many times, <laughs> save it for the show. <laughs> All right, I said I might talk about it, but I started thinking about to. it, and yeah, I'm now like, do and it. now I'm like embarrassed. It happens because, because it's like a masturbatory accident kind of thing that just didn't work. <laughs> okay, do tell. I don't think anybody wants to hear this. I do. Pretty I th- sure they do. I, I think this. I is, see on uh, our, li- our our set list it says disastrous penis pump masturbation experiment failed. Which you wrote there, by the way. I don't I was do. Told to I write don't it. do that. Okay, thank you, Abyss. Thank you very much. Thank you, Abyss. You're welcome. So I'm. Uh, I'll just go real quick. So are you sure you don't want to get into fat life stuff? I think fat, no, look, no, I got a jingle. No, no, no. Right there. Pump fail, please. Okay, so I was joking that I got the penis pump, right? And it's fun because, you know, I let Abyss and Mark play with it and squeeze it, you know, and it grows and it feels a little tingly. It's not necessarily like a sexual thing, but it, you know, stretches it out and it's kind of like, ah, you know, look, 400 inches because, you know, that's, you know, how big my massive man bulbous penis. What are you smiling at, Mark? Shut up and sew. She's doing a great job, by the way. She's fixing my jacket. So anyway, so I'm, you know, I'm a pervert and I'm like, you know, I usually, you know, when I, you know, take care of myself, it's just dry hand, two minutes, watch some porn, go to sleep. Wow, no lube? No, no. lube. No, I haven't lose, you've, lube in years. So I'm like, well, what would happen if I actually arrived inside of the penis pump? I have arrived. <laughs> I have arrived. Here I am in the penis pump. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how that'll work because it doesn't oh, really stimulate, God. whatever. So I get some hand lotion and, and I kind of play with it. And so I'm like, okay, I got to get it on quick and then try to pump it up right as it's about to happen and see if it just kind of sucks it out of me. And so I'm do- and I couldn't focus. It was like the celebrity masturbation challenge. It was actually very <laughs> awkward and horrible. And I don't use lube. And it's like, it's. It just wasn't, it was kind of, and I knew it probably wasn't going to work, and it really didn't. My orgasms suck anyway. I hate coming. It's fucking lame. Um, I try to do it as little as possible um, because it's just not that big of a, you know, ending. Um, no fireworks? It's not, I mean, it feels good, but it's just not, It's you know, I look at Mark and Abyss, you know, and they're, they're happy, you know, wonderful screaming orgasms. I don't compare to that. So I get to that point, and I try to, take it off and you know, there's a pause you can't pause it when you're like in the zone and i'm trying to get it on the screen it just kept <laughs> oh. <laughs> there was no feeling whatsoever and it just kind of went dribble <laughs> <laughs> just so so to the dudes out there uh Peter's pump feels neat you know kind of stretches you out kind of gets you you know like a warm-up for sex but not, not necess- to finish huh? not necessarily a finishing thing thank you can we go on now okay just another day on shut up life with bondage kink and freaky sex that is freaky the type of things you see on that life will leave you happy horny enlightened or possibly perplexed for your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we have talked about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Kathy, what do you got for us? I got two really good ones, Boogie. You get two good ones? Yeah, you want to hear them? Yeah. First one is from Rainbow Glitter, who wrote a post called, I Want Sisters. Is her name really Rainbow Glitter? Why do you interrupt me while I'm talking? <laughs> yes, I just... These no, Kathy's lying. I, know, I make no, them up. The name, I write all of these posts. The names. I, I just love Fat Life because we get to be whoever we want. I mean, my legal name is Count Boogie, so it's just so much fun to see people. Mine is just Kathy. Yeah. Well, you're just a little more hardcore, you know. And then we have, you know, Feminine Abyss. And it's just, it's. I just yeah. love the names people come up with. I see fun. you get giddy as I say. Okay, so Rainbow Glitter awesome. wrote a post called, I Want Sisters, a Note About Metamores. So anybody who's listening and doesn't know what a metamore uh, is, it's actually not an actual word. So you'd have to look on <laughs> Urban Dictionary. <laughs> it's actually it's some the, bullshit we made up. Yeah, it's described as the partner of one's partner with whom one does not share a direct sexual or loving relationship. So in polyamory, it would be... So a metamorph is the person you're not having sex with? Yes, it's the lover yeah. of your lover. It's yeah. the lover, but don't metamores... No. It just Meta means with or about, and amor is love, so it's just... 
with about love. If they were your, if they were hell having sex, that would be your lover. All right. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, I learn something new every day on this goddamn show. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right. All so right. She says, "Fucked up my notes." <laughs> oh, you didn't even read it, did you? <laughs> I read the whole thing and I wrote notes, but uh, no, I didn't know what a metamorph. Rainbow Glitter writes, I've identified as polyamorous for a few years now. One of the things I've looked forward to with much excitement and anticipation is metamors. This has yet to happen, and that is okay. Everyone will go at their own pace, but that doesn't erase my desire for them, and so I want sisters. If you're sick and the lover we share is at work or out of town, I want to bring you hot soup. I want to be someone you can confide in, even about the person we are sharing. Slumber parties with movies and laughing and wine and ladies' nights and things like that. I want to drink and sing and dance and cuddle and do holidays and all kinds of things. So, yeah, I want sisters. Nice work if you can get it. <laughs> I pick this pose because this happens to be something that I resonate with. Because <laughs> Look at Vissa's face. <laughs> wow. All right. You guys go on. <laughs> no, go. No, you said it. No, honestly, go with what... I, this is something I resonate with because I've always uh, loved the energy of women. I love the camaraderie of women. It's something that has always been my baseline. It is what I look for when I need to retreat and I need uh, understanding and love and care and affection. So it has always meant a great deal to me. I've always surrounded myself by, uh, with women um, as my touchstones. So in polyamory, I feel very much like rainbow glitter. It's something that I look forward to. And... It doesn't always happen, and it's become almost this, almost the unicorn in my head because that's I I've got the lover, I've got the play partners, but I don't have what I thought would come much more easily, which is the metamors because I don't know why she's uh, and and the post was is very short and it's basically saying I want it and I'm not seeing a lot of it and in talking to a lot of people in the community I find that they they all feel the same way it's not something that 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 happens a lot that it's actually something that's very difficult to find just because your lover has found someone that they connect with doesn't mean that you're going to connect with them right so mm-hmm. well what do you think abyss <laughs> the love. mark stop laughing mark has her hand covering her mouth she's about ready to just no no Bucky, why don't you go i i can well i mean this is really in obviously now i know what metamor means i still thought there was a potential for i didn't mean i didn't think it necessarily meant you had to have sex but i thought metamor also included sex so but she said i want a sister or in general i want a connection with my my lover's lover um yeah. So that I, I can relate to. And that and that really comes down to what I've learned in, especially in this poly relationship, which is the only poly relationship that I've, I've ever worked on, is uh, the fantasy versus reality kind of thing. And of course, the fantasy is, is that, you know, Abyss and Mark hold hands and they go on events together and they, and they talk about how awesome I am together. And, <laughs> and, and then we like hold hands together and we skip on the beach and then, you know, we get under a tent and then I molest both of them. And, and it's just this, this wonderful, you know, kind of unity kind of thing. Wait, didn't you do that on the beach? Now then wait a minute. Now, and <laughs> that is the fantasy then it goes to the reality, but the reality is, is it's not <laughs> always that way. Sometimes both together, uh, Mark and Abyss get together and hate me and, and give each other support in hating me and, or they hate each other and they want to kill each other, um, because they don't want to share or, you know, there's things that come in that we don't understand. We haven't communicated something. And until we communicate it, there's a chance for spinning. And, and those are a lot of the realities. And then there's that middle ground where what we found, and it took us a long time to get here. This was no, it, it takes work. And the, the thing is, is that we have had, we've now, especially recently in the last couple of months, and I don't know whether it's due to all the work. I'm going to assume that's because of all the negotiation and work and pain and wanting to kill each other. We have had moments that are holding hands on the beach. And we have had some moments. They're not all the time. But we have had some of those moments. And we had had sexy time. And, uh, you know, we're trying to... The the term sister for abyss has different meanings because and, and, um, she has other things that are about that. Um, 
but the relationship is still the same. It's just, just not always, you don't call it that. Hmm. Huh? Huh? No? Yeah. Yeah? No. <laughs> um, well, okay. So this was actually a trigger for me. Go figure. Um, I'm an only child. And I will say that the metamorph things has been difficult at times. And it's not that I don't like Mark. It's funny, even at my darkest, nastiest points, I've always liked her because I think she's a good person and I think she's very sweet, even if she's trying to steal your damn cookies that Sam brought you. (laughs) (laughs) She got a cookie, though. She was she was good. She got her cookie. Um, I've never had a sister, so I've never craved one. I don't understand it. Um, People who have sisters and siblings, they're very much. Oh, I can't have them without this person. I I need the the attachment and this that the other. I don't I don't have that. But I know you. I've heard you talk about very very close female friends. Of exactly yours. of my choice and those with friends. It's different. If you are feuding or you need your space or you need your time, you take a step back and you go back to your house. You don't you don't live together. You don't have to argue over your parents' affection. You don't have to share the finite amount of things friends are sisterly bonds that you can have but a sister to me like a metamorph type of sister no just a sister sister. in general i have a half sister and (laughs) if she's listening well fuck um (laughs) 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 um, she's awful she's she's gotten better but she was one of the most selfish fucking cunts i have ever met and did nothing but insult my family and looked for the cheapest easiest route to do shit so I don't have a lot of affection towards the term sister. Every time I've had someone I considered a quote unquote sister, they've done nothing but stab me in the back and disappoint me. So I, like I said, it's a trigger for me. Right. I do not, I don't associate well with the term sister. This is, oh, go ahead. So basically for me, um, I also don't trust generally, especially it's funny. I love women in the sense, but I don't trust them most of the time because I've gotten fucked over a lot. Um, so what I'm looking for in this is I'm looking for, if nothing else, I would prefer to have a friend that I trust the sister thing, that craving. I don't, I don't crave it. I don't understand the concept, but for those who do, I can understand like Mark flat out, you know, she at the beginning really did want a sisterly bond. She has family she's very close to and she I've seen that and it's and it's a beautiful thing I just don't get it okay this is all awesome um and hearing you talk about the angle of uh because we actually surprisingly in 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 the two plus years that we've been together we haven't really talked a lot about uh your brothers and sisters that really hasn't come up a lot I knew there was some tension um but we've had so many <laughs> other things to uh, focus on this is actually really interesting uh, point of view coming from you. I just want to let you know I appreciate uh, the honesty with that because that that gives me a lot more uh, inspiration to be patient on this because I know about the only child thing and and so I know that it's a difficult thing to get over. But as far as the title, because I you know as we all know I I don't care about the title. I care about the connection or what is in the relationship, whatever you call what you have with Mark at certain times, I don't give a shit. It's very, but I've seen you guys have great connections and moments where there was a lot of nurturing. You're very protective over Mark. Uh, and, and, and they give each other, (laughs) Oh, Mark just gave an, I love you hand heart to abyss. So those things are, um, those things are there very intensely, but I can see that the word sister is true. I thought it was just because you had those long-term friends and that made it different because this was something you had with a lover. And so it was a different aspect. But I, th- I think that's awesome that we had, cause I don't care. You know, I just, I want us to as much as possible have my relationship with you, my relationship with Mark. And then I, I do desire there to be a certain amount of our relationship together when it's, you know, when it's cool and appropriate. So I don't care what we call it. And I don't think Mark, Mark does either. She just kind of, she just digs you. So I think that's awesome. Um, I, I, um, I'd never thought of that angle before, frankly, because I do have a sister. 
So I'm coming from a place where I know what it is to have that that kind of affection and camaraderie. And uh, even though right now, at, at present, she and I are kind of at odds with each other, it's just something I've always looked for. And, you know, it just occurred to me, my parents divorced when I was about 12 years old. And we went from being a very patriarchal, Argentinian family where the man was just always yelling and complaining about something to being a house full of women where my aunts would show up and it was just nothing but women and it our lives changed changed overnight in a very dramatic and positive fashion and I grew to really love the energy and the power of women and I think that has something to do with it it's something I thought I would have trouble finding a lover, finding a play partner, someone I was compatible with, and, and that the whole sister metamor thing would be easy. And it's, I've found it to be the reverse, is that it's a lot easier for me to find that because the odds of my finding that kind of bonding relationship with a metamor, with the lover of my lover, is really small. Mm-hmm. So that's I understand this better now because I, I've never talked about it on the show, but I'm completely estranged from my sister. Uh, my sister, uh, I won't divulge her information, but uh, we used to do a lot of drugs when I was a kid, and I stopped. And then there was things that this person did that I just said no. I, I'm not. I'm not going to hang out with you uh, ever. I have no need to talk to you. I won't. I, I mean, I don't. We most of the family's dead, so I don't go to any family functions anyway. Um, but uh, so I understand. I surely understand. That I don't get the sister brother. I don't have brothers. I don't need brothers. Um, I don't need sisters. I just like the relationship. So I can definitely understand. I haven't talked to that woman in in fifteen, sixteen years. So and you wouldn't want anything to do with your metamors. No, not no. really. I, I know that much. Yeah. yeah I, no, you have no interest. No. Well, I mean, other than <laughs> other than knowing that you're okay, and other than knowing that they're respecting you. And other than knowing that it's it's a positive experience for you, that's you know that's yeah I don't I don't I don't want to be like hey bro let's fucking smack balls together, that's fucking <laughs> awesome. Woo. Is that what bros do? That's I what guess. bros do. Smack we balls. just I guess that's why I don't want I, a brother. I, I, just, I like I like how Sam's just like what. <laughs> <laughs> Sam was like don't don't smack your balls against me. <laughs> He's like no. Yeah. So right, this posts. is. Uh, yeah, and we what thought this it? was going to be light and fluffy. It was. It was a light and fluffy and very short yeah, post that I like. This turned into something, which is what I love. Why I love this podcast and why I love doing this with you guys. Yeah, Aww. sorry if we uh, burned out our listeners, but yeah, sorry this, guys. <laughs> sorry, we did. This this show is. I promise we have sexy stuff later. This is our support group, pretty <laughs> yeah. much every week. It you know, is, isn't it? this is because we have to study this stuff every week and find out what we feel, and then all of a sudden, sometimes things just and you guys are hap- forced to happen, listen. and you can't fucking hear it. <laughs> But I think this was great. Thank you very. I love you. I think I think you're awesome. And uh, and thanks for sharing that. He's talking to a business. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love so you too, Kathy. You big, <laughs> you big fucking armpit whore. Fifty dollar whore. Fifty dollars more than I made fucking putting out this week. All right. So let's go on to our next one. It's by the ferret. Who else? <laughs> I thought you'd forget. Oh no. He wrote a post called The Tedium of Scheduling a Gangbang, which is pretty damn funny. <laughs> so he would think. <laughs> he's talking about how a friend of his is scheduling gangbangs and how surprisingly hard it is to do because, quote, finding a dude who's willing to get erections in front of other men turns out to be pretty fucking rare. Go figure. I know. <laughs> he also brings up, um, you know, all kinds of other reasons why it's difficult to pull this off. Things like men might love the idea of a gangbang sex and then get squicked when the day comes. They might fear showing up at the hotel room being, for being mugged or blackmailed. You have to find a hotel that's okay with it. You have to find a friend who can be your bodyguard. Uh, you can get sick at the last minute and not show up. Forget that you had other arrangements. There's all kinds of shit that shows up that causes problems when you're putting something like that together. So he says... I know of at least three gangbangs that had at least eight dudes RSVP'd and nobody showed. There's a lot of empty gangbangs out there. <laughs> it just sounds what? so sad. What? I'd never thought of a failed gangbang, but the difference between the popular media portrayal of fantastically kinky sex and the reality of it is vast. But then I think of how much kinky sex is not kinky. I think of me getting home from a big convention and sterilizing all my fire cups, airing out the wands, checking the alcohol levels, cleaning up after a big scene, the room strewn with clothes and handcuffs and knives and floggers, and starting the cold and unsexy business of putting them away. 
A lot of kink is weirdly that tedium of preparation, making sure everything is set up safely so the proper implements are at hand and the big decisions have been made in advance. Hmm. I really enjoyed this post because it, it got me into my whole San Mandala gookie gookie bird thing. What is that? What the fuck's a gookie gookie bird? I don't know the name of the bird. <laughs> But it was on like the BBC, it was on like Planet Earth or something, and they showed all these birds that have to do all these like, it's animal mating rituals, basically. Oh, the elaborate dance. But like the elaborate dance, <laughs> like there's this one bird, and it's like, it has this like big apron thing, and it just kind of, to this side, and then its head kind of goes like it's broken, it's like, and that supposedly turns on fucking bird pussy, and just like gets you Gets you dropping feathers, just can drop some feathers, <laughs> spread it, and bam, fucking in there, gooky gooky bird, go. So that's kind of, uh, I don't know what we're talking about, but those birds fucking get it on pretty good. But the thing is, is they spend days like preparing the area, you know, getting all the twigs out of the way, and it's kind of like. What he's talking about is the failed, uh, the failures that happen where you do all the setup and you do all the work and then it just doesn't pan out. Or maybe it, it you, you know, he goes on in the post and talks about how many times you've actually said, okay, we're going to play on this night. We're going to see you at the party. And then for whatever reason, right. it just doesn't happen. <laughs> the mood's not there. You start your play with someone else, went longer. This is if now you play with a lot. Now you're tired. <clears throat> yeah, now you're tired. You know, the, the, there's there's so many things. And I kind of look at it is it's the show. You know, a play scene for me is like a show up until the connection. Like all the setup, all the gooky gooky bird, you know, mating ritual dances is that preparation, putting the things out, whatever. It's to make my bottom feel comfortable knowing I know what the fuck I'm doing so they can relax. Because when you come in, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Those scenes are always take way, way longer to get into that connection and chemistry because you're like, oh, I think I'm going to tie this rope. Like, I'll sit there and fucking stare at the table. I'll, like, go in the room and, like, stare at the table. Like, I was going to do the, you know, some vampire gloves on Abyss uh, the other night, and it was going to be in this room, and it wasn't really the right table. So I'm like, okay, what can I do? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get a pillow, and then I'm going to do, you know, my gooky, gooky bird stuff (laughs) and whatever. So that way, when she walked in the room, there was... You know, stuff on the table, there was a pillow, and I just said, bam, go there. And so it was like, that's the dance that the gooky gooky bird does to help the other birds say, oh, this bird knows what the hell they're doing, so they can relax, and then you can get into the scene. Yeah, I I thought something similar when I read that post. I thought, gangbangs, how can that possibly be hard? And as I read, I realized what he was talking about, and it occurred to me that... We the way we look at gangbangs and think that's got to be absurdly easy to do is the way new people think of kink when they enter the community. Because I, how, how many people have we seen come in who just have no clue the amount of legwork and prep work that has luggage. to go in yeah. to literal luggage and emotional luggage, luggage yeah, <laughs> that has to go into it? You have to put as much work into that as you would put into anything. I mean, I, I can distinctly remember one time in particular, there was a, a new person here and I was talking her up because it was right after an orientation and she was, I, I, I thought she looked a little bit nervous and, and I said, so I, I'm telling her all this stuff and she's asking me questions and then she finally, I said, so what is this, what you were thinking? What is and she's looking around going, I thought there would be a lot more music. <laughs> like a and club? <laughs> yeah. So she just thought that she, the more in talking to her, the more I realized that she thought she would come in and she would slip right into whatever role it was she had in her head that it was. And that she would go, bam, find her, her dom. And that would be it. (laughs) Sitting in, you know, standing in the corner with Fabio chest hair, you know. (laughs) Saying, saying, please come play with my, would you like to play with my violet wand? That's right. Come here. I know, and it, I get that. I mean, a lot of the stuff we do, not to cry the, oh, poor pitiful tops, look at us, all the stuff we have to do. <laughs> but no, it's like if, if I'm doing a blood play scene, like I loved the fact that it's like, you know, the sterilizing and breakdown. And I will say this month has been a little heavy on the blood play. Um, you spend like good 30 minutes tarping a place down sometimes. Yeah, sometimes or, more. Or sometimes I have wonderful submissives like Sam do it for me. <laughs> Good job, Sam. All right. 
Exactly. Um, no, and I mean, there are there are things all of us have been in the dungeon when someone, one of the tops is trying to pull off something big and you have time constraints because if it's a busy party, you have an hour to freaking handle your shit. That's breakdown and setup. Right. And, and so, play. you know, and play. So you're trying to like figure out like, okay, well, I got to get this person. In. Oh, but they have they peed yet? Have they even gotten ready? You know, this at the other. Well, I have everything I need. Da, da, da. And I have been in the position where like I've, I've set everything up. It's perfect. And then the person is like, so I've had diarrhea for three days. I guess I'm not going to make it. <laughs> it's like, uh, um, but it's like anything. What the hell is that? I think he just got excited. That's, that's her bottom not being able to make it. No, 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 no. I can play. Oh, God damn it. No, no. I swear to God I can play. So between the gookie gookie bird and the ferret, I think I get it. It's, yeah. uh, it's and, the, and when it comes to that point and it just doesn't happen, and it's not even just about the setup and whatever, there's emotional setup that goes on both ends, bottom and top. But when it doesn't happen, I kind of look at it just as that sand mandala, which is the, that's the intricate artwork that the monks gather around for weeks and with little chisels and they make intricate artwork out of sand. And then at the end, instead of like glorifying how great it was, the monk comes over and wipes it mm -hmm. the second they finish it to signify the impermanence of the universe. So I kind of treat that setup is, you know, when it doesn't work out that, hey, that's just time that I got to spend with myself focusing on who I am as a person and who I want to be in this scene. Hmm. And then I let it go. And we also learned that... Gangbangs are difficult. Gangbangs are hard. <laughs> who, who? Uh, I kind of. So, thank you to Rainbow Glitter and Ferret for lovely posts. What? We could do. Groovy. We're doing groovy newbies. Yay. I played the jingle. If you are new to exploring your kinky side or the BDSM lifestyle, don't worry. We were all new at least once. Send your questions and <laughs> topics of kinky newness, and we will do our best to help you without making you feel stupid. This week's topic. Uh. 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 Shall I say the name? Wait, no. I'm a tell me you're changing your mind now, Boogie. No. Everybody taking a deep breath? We're going to go on a magical journey. <sighs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> We're now magically back. It sounds like Stuart Smalley. <laughs> Who am I? Am I a dom? Am I a sub? Am I a fluffy dragon? Rawr. Rawr? A fluffy dragon. Fluffy dragons? Rawr. Like, rawr? Don't you love my... Who am I? Well, it's important. Okay, check this out. Groovy newbies. Does the title... We choose explain who we are, or does the title confine us? Do our behaviors come from organic inspiration, or do we change our behaviors to match what we think our identity should be if we call ourselves this or that? This is something that almost every new person that comes into the dungeon has to deal with or ask questions about. Well, I don't know what I am. Am I a dom or am I a sub? So we're talking about what is that decision process? How do you decide what you are? Is it important to decide what you are or should you just wait? Hmm. Um, well, sometimes you do know pretty specifically <laughs> what you are. Heterosexual, dominant, top heavy switch or something but i get what you're saying because even i who have been in the scene for a while have trouble letting go of a title that i've taken on like recently mark i was telling talking to mark and we were talking about how i was i said i was pansexual because even though i i tell people i'm bisexual just to make the conversation easier i actually consider myself bisexual and she brought up the term demisexual i think it was oh yeah yeah yeah. and the more we talked about it, the more i realized oh well that actually is right on the money and is exactly what i am but i thought but i'm pansexual and i tell everybody i'm pansexual i don't want to let go of that title well you're pansexual well to to the perverted podcast listeners demisexual is correct me if uh, i'm wrong is you cannot you cannot really play have sex or become a lover with somebody until you are kind of connected with them you have gotten to know them you they have developed that attraction 
well in advance, as opposed when in the lifestyle, especially in the dungeon, we have a lot of pickup play where you meet someone and it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of hot and what kind of play do you like? And they're there for play. Whereas a demisexual is somebody that has to have a connection prior to play. There needs to be time to get to know somebody. There literally is no sexual attraction. There isn't. Like, uh, I know that Mark describes it as, I think, spheres. She was saying she sees people as spheres. And I'm sorry, Mark, if I'm getting this wrong. I see people as cardboard cutouts. And until I can see who they are, I see you or bond (laughs) with you in some way. Thank you, Avatar. (laughs) Avatar in my head. (laughs) Fucking movie night. Let me connect my penis to your hair, Kathy. (laughs) And then I will ride you like the dragon. Like the bird dragon. I'll never be able to masturbate again. Awa. And and yeah, whatever the fuck that tree's fucking name is. But yeah, it's so I had trouble letting go of those those uh I thought I had finally found my label. Now I know what I am. I, I can imagine how new people uh feel the need to find that title and stick with it and uh I don't think there's anything bad with titles, and I've gone round and round and round and round and round uh, with Abyss on this until I finally had to accept that people have different archetypes. They have different personalities that adapt to different things, Where, and I'm sure Abyss will make a comment, um, but Abyss is like, I like titles. I like having an identity and knowing kind of who I am and how I want to uh, you know, proceed with that personality. Go ahead. Well, it's funny because like, I, I had a discussion um kind of similarly you have a lot of times you have two types of thinking you have the more artistic you know free thinking type where it's like they don't want conflict they don't want um constraints they don't want those boundaries they want to be able you give them a general idea and they can just fly with it that's me um but then you also have people who are more abc logic based more mathematic very you know uh the logical you need your boundaries and that's me I work better if I am given boundaries so I know where I can be comfortably. Like, that's why I like having the titles. That's where I like um, ranking structure. That's why I like a lot of those things. I mean, I push those and I like I like pushing on them. But for me, um, I'm more comfortable when I know where the edge of the world is. And to me, that is what a title does. It shows me where the edge is. And... Aren't you talking specifically, Boogie, about new people who come in? I talk specifically, well, I mean, just from my personality, because when someone's asking you, am I a dom or am I a sub, then they're asking you to kind of give them a definition of what you think a dom or a sub is, which I think is your first plan of action going back to Abyss's what makes your dick hard, um, (laughs) you know, as a first question to ask anyone, male or female, um, to identify how do I picture myself? Like when I think of dominant, what does that make me think of in, in, in regards to a play scene or a relationship? When I think of submissive, what does, do I identify with what I think that is? And then it's a matter of finding out what, where on the spectrum do you fall there? And if you need to give yourself, see, I don't like titles. I think titles are just something that I use to kind of tell people whether I top or bottom and whether I have a daddy personality or a dominant personality or, you know, I'm like a a middle playful fucking sort of, you know. You're a kitty fluffy, bouncy. Kitty fluffy, (laughs) bouncy. Stick your dick in Kathy's hair and fly her around like a dragon. (laughs) Ew. Between you and Hollywood Daddy. (laughs) Who am I? I I see you. I see you, Boogie. I see both of y'all. You need to stop. (laughs) Um, For me, it's, you know, the reason I asked the what makes your dick hard is I remember back in junior high and I was talking to one of the girls I knew and she's like, I was like, she's like, are you, you know, are you into guys, into girls? Are you bisexual? Are you whatever? You said in junior high? Yeah. You guys are having that conversation in junior high? I was fucking in junior high, so yeah. Uh, um, anyway. Oh, no, yeah. Focus, focus, it, focus. <laughs> but it really made sense because she, and I said, well, I don't really know how to define that. Like, how would I know? She's like, well, when you masturbate, do you think about boys or do you think about girls? And I said, well, both. And she's like, well, then more than likely you're attracted to both, which means you're probably going to lean more towards bisexual. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) So for me, when I ask a guy or a girl when she walks in, he or she walks in and I'm like, well, are you a top or a bottom? And they go, well, I don't know. I go, well, what makes your dick hard? When you're masturbating or whatever, does the idea of beating somebody or the idea of being beat 
turn your crank. When you put it into that kind of a con, you know, it's take easier it out, to find where yeah, it's like, where, where do you start? Cause you, that's what I think the major thing for newbies to, to figure out is where does this start? What is your starting point? You, it doesn't mean you can't expand from there. Shit, dude. I'm, I'm fucking, I am that like kid who never grew up, who wanted to be the doctor, firefighter, princess, sparkly unicorn thing. You know, I, I'm a top heavy switch that, you know, and depending on the person, what brings it out, you know, I can, I, I've had very dominant, you know, master slave kind of almost relationships with people, but it, it all depends on what, where you're going to go with that. And it's totally okay to change your mind too. Sam, you had something to say? Yeah, well, I find as being a switch that sometimes I change throughout time. I'll switch between being more dominant to being more submissive and back and forth. So you feel now, now here's the, the thing that I would tell people is that it's kind of to not limit yourself. When you find as a switch, do you find that the person that you are with motivates whether you want to top or bottom to them? Not necessarily. So you, how do you, how do you choose the people that you switch with? Do you, do you switch with well, everybody or do you want I, to switch with everybody? When I switch, I usually, I switch, one person is one role to me. Right. And another person another role, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm feeling more top heavy or more bottom heavy, whether I'm with that person or not. Hmm. I, I feel that that changes regardless. Right. So, oh, so, okay. So it is more organic depending on the person. It's what that person brings out in you. Well, yes, there's what that person brings out in me, but then there's also like... Sometimes I'm more top heavy. Right. Oh, so you're saying it's more the mood you're in. Yeah, there's sometimes more the mood you're in. And like without the people there, I'm I'm in more of a top heavy mood or I'm more in a bottom heavy mood. And uh, I find that that changes. And of course, and being with a person can bring out things too as as well. But hmm. no, absolutely. I'm I'm totally I'm totally on board with that. I think. What I always go for is I want to see people have conversations. So if I say, so if somebody says to me, I'm a submissive, we know from experience that can mean 10,000 things. So I think it's exciting when you just start, instead of just assuming they mean what I think a submissive is, you, that's an opportunity for a conversation and a connection. Well, what does that mean to you? What is that process? If you feel that you're a submissive, what does that feel like for you? Is that total control? Is that only total control in a play scene? Is that only certain aspects of control? I, I don't want someone telling me when I should pee or eat, but I want them to take control in this. And dominance is the same thing. Well, what does that mean to you? Well, I want to do this and that in a play scene, or I want to control someone in a relationship, or I want to have that interaction. I think as, as long as whatever title you have is still leading to conversations. You have the ability to expand and evolve who you are as a person. If you just say, I am this way, then you start adapting all of your behaviors to be that thing you think you are, as opposed to letting the individuals you connect with organically inspire that. No? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. And it's totally also agree. about, it's also about exploring and seeing what's out there. Absolutely. And, all right. Cool. Yeah. I think that's good. Oh, Sam, as long as you're up there. Ah, Sam. are we gonna do this? Yeah, yeah, Sam. You've been naughty, pull off your pants and learn your fate from the wizard of chance, you slut. This is the time Sam has volunteered because it's been a while since Kathy got to beat somebody. I'm gonna kind of face over here. I'm gonna face this way because I guess Sam's going dropping full trow. There, there is, there is no trow anymore. There is no trow anymore. <laughs> okay, he's facing me and he's got a shirt on, so that's cool. So, Kathy. Wait, hang on a sec. Let's get the uh, oh. that, that mic. Okay, try it again. I said this is a really nice view I have. <laughs> really nice. Uh, it's a room with a view is what you're saying? It's, it's a oh. room with a view of Sam's ass. Okay, so Kathy wanted to give a spanking, and of course we have to record it because we're fucking perverts. Perverted well, podcast. I think he's actually, isn't he doing the Wizard of Chance? He is doing the Wizard of Chance, so here's how it works. Sam, you are going to tell me what number you want, one through four, and the Wizard of Chance will decide what implement Kathy will be using on said Sam. Three. Number three. Oh, say, Wizard of Chance, what will you give me? Oh, Wizard of Chance, what will you give me? <laughs> you shall receive Cane Strikes. Oh, <laughs> Cane Strikes. Look, is he smiling? Are you happy with what the Wizard of Chance will be doling to you? He's all, he's all rut row. <laughs> all right, so Kathy. Yes. 
Get her done. All right. Because he's a good boy. Just describe. Little light spanking. Yeah, getting it going. I'm just going to stare at Mark while she sews my jacket. That's a good sound. That's a, that is a good sound. She's like, hey, I think you did. Oh, I think she just cupped his balls a little. <laughs> was that a little, little ball spanking there, Sam? I know to keep away from the balls. Why? <laughs> All right, you ready, Sam? Yep. Ooh. <laughs> Motherfucker jumped. <laughs> you okay there, Sam? <laughs> How about one more? What? How about two more? Three more? Oh, oh Abyss says Abyss three says more. Three you then. gotta follow her because he's a he's he's a good boy and he'll take them. <laughs> I said the listeners don't know what's happening, but I'm There's... getting a ball. <laughs> so building up, building up for the third SWAT. Last one. Make it a good one. Ooh. <laughs> Kathy pussied out. Oh, he's a good he, boy. He I could take him. more. What are you talking about? That's three. You should see the marks. There's three marks right here. Are they the train tracks? Yeah. He's got some train tracks going on. Nice. Thanks, Sam. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. I will turn this way. You may cover your shame. Completely cover your shame. I think the best part of that, besides Sam being amazing and taking all those swats, because he's a very good boy, um, is the fact that you literally grabbed your titties after the first one and just cringed. I really wish everyone could have seen you just I don't like know what you're you talking folded about. up into like I, a semi half fetal position and just kind of grabbed your titties. That was it. Was know, pretty great. I'm, I'm just actually. I'm just empathizing with my bro. You're, are you going to slap some balls? So I'm gonna, we're going to slap, slap your balls, balls together. Balls later. Slap your balls we're together. Gonna just, uh, we're going to just do a DP on Kathy. What? And Kathy's we're hair? Sl- <laughs> we're just going to fucking... DP her hair? Okay. Pa- rock, paper, scissors from across the room. Are you ready? Okay, Sorry. Sam, you ready? Rock, paper, scissors. One, two, three. Okay, do it again. One, two, three. Come on. One, two, three. You suck. Do it again. One, two, three. You are trying to just copy. Fine. I get anal. You get vaginal. What? Kathy, we're going to DP you. No, I don't think so. We're just going to DP you, and then our balls are going to slap together, and then Sam will have to shoot me. (laughs) You didn't see the story in the news? No. That I don't know if it's true or not, but some guy got arrested for murdering his friends because during a threesome, their balls touched. And he said, I don't play that gay shit, and he should have not touched my balls. It was like his best friend. They were doing a threesome, and he no, said, like, that switch. Can't be, that, can't, that can't be it. That dude, also, I feel Let like that was you, poor planning. No, nah, <laughs> it was on some reliable news outlets, so it's, at, you know, shit well, like that. I guess, I've heard stories about that in, like, you know, the... Okay, so anyway. So, so, speaking of misogynistic bullshit. Was, hey! <laughs> were we speaking of misogynistic bullshit? We are now. Right, this is it. Okay. Sam, oh, get a okay. stool. Go up to your place. <laughs> Okay. Poor Sam. No. Sam, just, Sam, is, Sam very is very, very, very involved. Wait, wait. Mark, and we also Mark, Mark, sit down. Mark will be a part. Okay. So to end our wonderful show, which has been going wonderfully. Yes. We had a lot of deep topics. Okay. Sam got your beat. How do you feel, Sam? I feel good. Okay. Pretty good. <laughs> okay. Wait. Let me turn off the thing. Okay. So I'm going out here in the States. We have these things called the dollar stores. Maybe they have something similar in the UK. The pound store. The pound store, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Some small amount that everything in the store is at that small, small price, you know, for, for us poor people. And it's usually filled with people's entrepreneurial experiments that failed. Like they're, you know, like they're back scratcher butt rubber tool that they thought they were going to make millions on or like, squishy bath was amazing squishy bath was actually awesome or let's not forbid, forget big foot collar big the big foot collar these are all things we get from the dollar store because someone's dreams were dashed and they didn't make millions of dollars so <laughs> dashed they upon the rocks so they sell it all to the dollar store and then we go and buy these things and, and abuse them on the shore so i go to the dollar store to see well what types of let's see what <laughs> failures happened in someone's life in this life and i found the most amazing thing and it's a game and we have to play it and i saw it and i said there is no way now think of our community our open community our accepting community our gender fluid community that allows everyone to be the gender they are without you know kind of chauvinistic uh, inspiration and or lack of gender la- lack of gender 
And uh, <clears throat> so I found this card game that is Battle of the Sexes. Oh, dear. <laughs> at the dollar store. <laughs> and we are now going to play the Battle of the Sexes. And here's how it works. So you get a little deck of cards. Like that. That farts? And, huh? That farts? <laughs> that was the women uh, deck, so it farts a little fluffier than men because women don't know it, how to fart because oh. they have too much fucking estrogen. Wow. Did you see that? That was the man. That was wow. the man We're deck. getting into it already, aren't yeah. we? The All right, let's get deck. on with the game here. So here's how it works. So you guys... Some douche picks up a card. So you get here... Uh, who wants to read for the, for, the, for the weaker species? Okay, Kathy. Here, weaker female species. Um, wow. Now then, you read the guys, your female questions, and we see who knows the opposite sex better. And then, of course, Sam and I being the real men, mm-hmm. um, we ask you the man questions. And so, Does it involve, how do I get my junk stuck in a penis pump? Ooh, no, yeah. no, no. I should be in a kitchen making babies. It doesn't have that, <laughs> actually. So, uh, so we're going to go, do you guys want to go, well, you're, it says in the cards, let the women go first, otherwise they'll complain and get fucking bitchy and hormonal and probably bleed all over the place. So you guys get to go. Jesus Christ, <laughs> where are we going with So this? you get to go, well, I mean, you know, women folk. You so know, I get so to ask you first? So yes, you get to uh, ask okay, the pick. men the question, and this is how well. And then well. they'll get it wrong okay. like and they always listen do. To the and types, then complain and cry. And then, listen and then to binge. the types of questions. Yeah. Hmm. So it's. Okay, it, so. Men and I use the term loosely. Okay. One, two, or three. Let's let's do two. Two. For which fashion label does Stella McCartney design? Because see, women <laughs> are all about fashion, makeup, and making motherfucking babies. And men are not. And then men are not. So hold this on, is, hold on. Let's let's find out. Is, a, Sam, do is, you know? This is obviously a question that <laughs> women know. folks should know. Because y'all filled with estrogen and need to be, you know, pretty and so yeah, you know. looking to cause them. To- well, of course not. I'm a fucking man. Sam, mm-hmm. do you know that? Hell no, because he's a fucking man. <laughs> he just got his Fail. ball. He just got his balls cupped by uh, by Kathy. But that's Manly what men balls. do. Little, Manly little balls. man cupping. So let's go and see see what type of question that we we're going to try to get two, just two correct. And whatever the obviously you guys are the weaker species, um, the weaker of the species. So I'm gonna I'm this, gonna read this. this. From the, you know I, I laugh when they say that because gonna, it's the women who actually have to bear children and you know, oh, create oh life. Oh my god! Oh, wimps. is that hormones talking? Oh, I understand. Oh, yes. oh is it I your understand. penis talking? Oh, oh hold on, oh, hold on. babies. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, well, you don't ask the question. Oh. Okay, okay, weaker species. Um, weaker of the species. Do you guys want question one? Two or three. I know none of you went to school or have an education, so I have to. I have to say wow. things much You're slower. Get a beat down well, women don't no, don't need an education because one. they're in the kitchen Just preparing themselves sexually for men. What the fuck yeah. do you think that is? We yes. need an education. So, for that. can you give me a number? One. Number one. Women, men don't. All right, very well. mm-hmm. all right. Let's see how well you know. And you know, Abyss, as because she wants to better serve a man, might oh. know this one. Oh God. Okay, this is a man question to see if Abyss knows the man question. Mark is pissing right now. Shut up, devil woman. Not just to Abyss. Come on. What do you call the vertical piece of wood that forms a side of a doorway? What is that called? What is it called, devil woman? I do actually know this. Hold on. You should. Well, you know, (laughs) hey, would you like me to paint you, you know, a picture like you see in them women's magazines so you understand better you guys you guys it's not a threshold threshold (laughs) that's exactly what it's called you at the bottom the threshold's at the bottom the threshold is it yeah okay well what's the side called there woman come on woman this is this is about you know you guys are all you mean the side like the jam the door jam oh my god thank you very much wow women won men Women, Donut. Women won because those are the types of things that men know. Right. Sam, did you know that was called a door jam? Damn right you knew. Right. One, that's two, a, or three. It's a goddamn man question. One, two, or three, Sam. I feel like three. he's doing it backwards. Three. three. What is the main herb used in the make in making pesto? Pussy. Pesto. We want to know vagina. I feel like pesto. Sam may know this one. The main Sam. If Sam. Really? What is the main ingredient in in pesto? pesto? Yeah. I'm gonna say. Because of Beavis and Butthead. Dill. No. Dill? Not dill? No, I think it's basil. 
Well, am I supposed to give you the answer? Yeah, you, you can give me the answer. We fucking failed. Whatever. It's woman stuff. I don't cook. Basil. You cook for me. Was it basil? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Very, very good. All right. We're going to try a couple more of these. Because you fail at you this? Guys, yeah, because <laughs> I don't know what you, you know, well, go, make, know. Ba- go make me a pie. What the fuck are you doing here? They should be go make a sandwich. Get in the but, kids. Yeah. Go make me uh-huh. a sandwich. Yeah. Mark, I need you to go on YouTube and learn some new sexual techniques to please me in bed. Oh, my God. Can you do She's that? Gonna cut on her face. <laughs> Ask the damn question. Hey, we paid a dollar for this. This is obviously what you men paid and women. Ninety-nine uh-huh. cents for that. Oh, girls, it's a wild card. I don't know what the hey, fuck that wait, is. Wait, what the fuck is? No, no, no. Shh. Oh, another wild card. We don't no, need that. he's picking and choosing because he knows we're gonna get those. No wild cards. It's part of the game. We're you trying to do this so a little quicker uh-huh. so we can find out who the anyway, weaker go. of the species is. All right, one, two, or three. Three. What short-handled flat metal tool, because apparently all men are, is tools. Is tools. We make <laughs> tools. That's what all guys do. Oh, Women thing. will never touch a tool. Well, they have those little, like at the tool shops, they make Would the little pink tool kits. With little teeny socket wrenches and their little flowers on it. It's very, it's very yeah. cute. So you can I like will unscrew say, it. I, I do yeah. 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 Okay, what short-handled <laughs> flat metal tool do you use Boogie's to... Boogie's cock. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> what short-handed flat metal man tool do you use to spread shape or smooth out plaster? Oh. Come on, Abyss. You learn these things. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hold on. See, what's, what makes it kind of womanly is you actually are trying to make the hand <laughs> sign of like, and it's not. You just smacked Sam on the head. That, <laughs> sign, that was the smack someone sign. That's not what this tool actually, is. Actually, no, it is. You, it's... it's uh, you have to push up to get like grout in and stuff like that. It's yeah. a chip. Really, guys, no help. Yeah, look at look at look at look at blank dear woman look. Blank dear woman look. Mm. Abyss is trying to. If Boogie would stop talking. I know for he's five five fucking seconds. seconds. Wait, what? Is, it's a short. Who am I? Oh jeez. Ain't a goddamn woman. What is it? It's short. It's it's a short handled flat metal tool you use to spread shape or smooth out plaster. God damn it, I know this one too. This is I feel like I know off. it too. All right, time's up. It's called a trowel, god, god damn it. Damn it. Trowel, god damn it. If you're a man, you would have known that. All right, one more for you. All right, let's just do one Boogie, more one, two, and or then. Three. Huh? One, two, or three. Sam, one. Let's just go for number one and let's just try it. We'll just humor them and, and win the game. Oh, wow. Well, they're not going to get it. Oh, this. they have one. Lamb's okay. wool comes from a lamb that is shorn when it is how many months old? Oh, that's two months. That's two months. Lamb shoalin. When you shear a lamb. It's uh, it's two months. Yeah, you want you want to get baby. That's for like them them like little no. l- l- wussy cardigan no. kind of things. <laughs> no, little cardigan no. sweaters. What do you guys wear? The little things with no. little frillies. Put some lipstick on. I done told you a, no. Give me a blowjob. No. Eight months. Seven. I was gonna say that. Because men know sheep. Because that's Cause they... your girlfriend for next week. <laughs> men men know sheep. Now I'm going to put the little ears on you. I think to throw these cards away. I think this, this is dumb. You don't think, so you don't think this is a accurate no. description okay, of what men Let's and women see. are, is yeah. what you're saying? So basically... That this battle of the sexes might not be... What? Here. I, I so a man one. Yeah, give me a man. Okay. What do you you got to read that out loud. You can't All just... All right, one, two, or three. What, you want me to ask? Oh, you want yeah, me to answer yeah, a man yeah, one? I don't yeah. even know if I want to do that. One, two, I'll, or I'll three. Two. You're supposed to be able to answer Give this. me two, sure. Two? What do plasters call the small square board used to hold small quantities of mortar? Some shit. We don't have. We don't Spacer. need names. Women need names for things. I just go, hey, I'm going to spread some shit. And it's they go, actually hey. called, no, it's called a hawk. Yeah, that's that's a hawk, of course. That's what they call it. I, we don't need that. I feel like we, we have know. We know tools. We have, no, no, has been no. A total we we fail. actually no, okay. what we have realized at this point since the two men in the room couldn't actually get any of the questions right, <laughs> and the women at least got one, two, because I got the basil one correct too. So yeah, that's right. yeah you answered your own question. That's because you're women. You're yeah. women, folks, hanging no, out. No, no, it's because men are apron. useless, and you have to know both. Uh huh. Oh. That's right. Um, uh, just saying. Do you, I think you need. You know what? You, you know what? what? I think I think you need. To I want to give this game to Sanger. Oh God! <laughs> I want to give this name to this game to Sanger for for next Christmas. Sanger was uh, here on the. Uh, 
So no, she's a gender funny. fluid person. She no, probably wouldn't no. find it funny. No, she'd Stop probably just cut you with it. Going to the 99 cent store. <laughs> uh, and that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone who made this show happen to Lovely Abyss, Woo! to Lovely Boogie, Woo! and to Lovely Kathy, Woo! and to Mark and Sam. Woo! Oh, <laughs> sorry, that's me. If you, Damn have qu- woman. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. So as you go out in the world, please realize that you get to be any damn gender you choose and there is no question that you can ask that will actually define you. Don't be a douche. Be who you are. And until next week, enjoy the naughty. We and the inferior species are out of here! Oh, you know what? How about you go trowel yourself? I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, look, you learned a new world. Bring it into the bedroom with us.